Blog Talk Radio. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online. This is TS Radio Network. Uh, tonight, we've, we've got a topic. Um, John LeCron is co-hosting with me again, which is always a pleasure. And I want to remind everybody, these shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. It's an annual event in Washington, D.C., although I'm sure they're going to try everything they can to keep it from taking place. Um, we did it on via video this last year because of this faked up virus thing. Um, on that note, uh, just a little update on that. Information has come out uh, from Johns Hopkins, and this article lasted about four hours before Hopkins took it down. And it was to the effect that the flu vaccine is directly related to um, this fake COVID mess in the elderly. This was an attack on the elderly. Um, people that are claiming the hospitals are full and their beds are almost full, uh, according to people who work in the hospitals, they don't have enough to do. So where all these people are is beyond me. But again, I want to remind everybody, if you pay attention, the people dying are in nursing homes, assisted living, hospitals, prisons, jails, any kind of institutional situation where people are held captive. That's where people are dying, uh, these inflated, inflated numbers about how many are infected. And, you know, I think now they claim it's 7 million people are infected. Please stop. This has passed the point of propaganda and exaggeration and it has reached the point of absolute ridiculousness. As I said many times, I'll say again, if this was anything at all, what they are saying it is, people would be dropping over dead in the streets. But that's not happening, is it? The only time they die is if they go into a medical institution or nursing home or some other situation like that. Then they die. And they are writing down every death as COVID-related. People can die of a heart attack, but it's listed as COVID. And this... I don't know what it's going to take. This vaccine coming out is dangerous as hell. And yet at least 30 to 40% of people say they will take it voluntarily. Power to you. I don't intend to, and neither does my family. You do what you think is right, and I'll do what I think is right. But if you take that vaccine, I think you should self-quarantine for a minimum of three weeks. You should have a marker on the outside of you, a brand of sorts, to indicate that you have been intentionally infected with multiple viruses and bacteria and that you are not safe to be out in public. And I think that would be fair. Leave the rest of us alone. If you're an idiot, be an idiot by yourself. Anyway, what we're going to be talking about tonight is is a subject that seems to be growing all across the net on all sorts of social platforms, and that is censorship. And 
we've we've had it happen to us. We had a show here a couple of weeks uh, that was supposed to be an hour and a half, and they cut us off at 17 minutes. And this was intentional. This was a hack on the show. And I fully expect to have some interference tonight. I truly do. But with that said, I'm going to let John, and all of you know him, John LeCron, uh, take this over and talk about the 100,000 people who have been hired by the United Nations Corporation to <laughs> combat dangerous misinformation. John, welcome to the show. Good evening, Molly. Yes, such dangerous information, <laughs> you know. They call, yes. Some people call that information truth, you know. Truth is treason in an empire of lies, you know. Yes. Yeah, ladies yes. and gentlemen, things are getting even more dicey as we speak. I think everybody is acutely aware if they've been doing any paying attention at all about what's going on is the censorship in the last three or four years under the current administration. I mean, this wasn't even under the, you know, Obama. This is now under Trump was off the charts, and it has been. We have watched uh, you know, the major platforms literally delete channels. Um, we have watched uh, people get uh, their Facebook pages taken down. People get thrown in Facebook jail for you know, a week or a month or whatever, however many uh, strikes they've gotten on their little thing for <clears throat> sharing some uh, information that goes against quote-unquote community guidelines. And, you know, when you talk about going against community guidelines, we're not sitting there talking about they were cussing up a storm or threatening people or harassing people or, you know, just going out and about and doing all the things that you know you're not supposed to do, you know, on a social media platform. No, all they were doing is sitting there talking about what was going on behind the scenes and, uh, you know, talking about things in the news that, you know, actual news. You know, a, a lot of folks got to take into consideration now that the quote-unquote media, that which is mainstream media, they call it MSM for short, the mainstream media has been bought and paid for basically for your entire life. That's the brutal truth of the fact, okay? The CIA basically had all the major channels back in the 70s or early 80s. I can't remember exactly era it was uh you can watch the video still on youtube you know they were asking the cia head about uh you know how much into how much activity did the cia play in uh local media and the long story short is uh he answered a few questions admitted that they had people in all the major networks and then uh it was suggested that they not talk about it anymore and they go into a private session. Hmm, I wonder why that might be. Hmm? And you know, we know for a fact that all of the local newspapers basically got bought out by Gannett, head of United USA today. Uh back and that happened back in the nineties. So is it any kind of a coincidence when you sit there and you look at all the media companies now and I mean they're all basically under, you know, five or six different umbrellas, literally. So is it any surprise when you can sit there and you can look at all of these different networks are in all parts of the country and the people, the spokesmen, or the, I like to call them the propaganda ministers, are all saying the exact same thing? It shouldn't be a surprise to you folks. It's all scripted. 
when we've talked about scripting, we've talked about in depth. But you see, that created this humongous vacuum. And that vacuum is called real journalism, where you're talking about investigative journalists that are actually out there doing what a real journalist used to do. You know, they talked about the journalists back in the day would scoop somebody. They'd be the first one to get the story out. And that was celebrated. That was celebrated. Now what happens? You get shut down and censored in real time. You know, and I I can look back, not just four years, I can look back a lot farther than that. And there were certain videos that I had added to my favorites list on our favorite uh, YouTube channels, okay? And the YouTube channels were taken down, and the videos are no longer out there. And again, why was that? Because these channels were sitting there and slicing and dicing the mainstream stories and showing you what was going on behind the scenes. In one instance, we had an incident where the gentleman was talking about the uh, car that quote-unquote went crazy and supposedly ran somebody down. Okay. And it was interesting because there was all of this video that if you started to take this video over here and this video over here and this video over here, you saw something very interesting. The same players were in all different videos, okay? The one that struck out at me, and I still have it on my Facebook. I actually took a camera Photoshop of it. The videos are long gone, but I actually took photographs of the woman. The woman, heavyweight, sitting in a vehicle waiting. And this is the vehicle that supposedly got run into, you know, by whoever was driving there fast car or whatever the case might be. And she's just waiting there. And this is 10 or 15 minutes before the quote-unquote incidents. Well, what's she doing at that intersection for all that time? First legitimate question. Next legitimate question. You know, supposedly there's this blood there. Well, when you see the video initially, there is no blood. And then all of a sudden, after the incident where there is no blood on it, then a few minutes later, boom, there's the blood. And going back to the same woman, she has these very unique tattoos. And like I've already said, she's heavy set, so she's got a certain look. And the tattoos are a dead giveaway. And all of a sudden, her role has changed. She's no longer the quote unquote driver in that vehicle. She is now somewhere very different, acting in a different role and acting as a cover, literally, to kind of uh, prevent other video from taking place. Folks, you have to realize that a majority of what you're watching now on television is nothing more than scripted propaganda. These people are not newspaper reporters or just reporters. They're actors and actresses paid to tell a story. 
And if you've listened to Marty and I, you already know that we've told you they know you cannot sue these companies for the propaganda that they do. Why? Because what they try to pawn off as news, they admit is strictly entertainment. Strictly entertainment. When you're watching the news, that's entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it is. And again, if it bleeds, it leads. This natural trend to keep people disappointed, unhappy, miserable. What happens if you sit there and turn off the television set and ignore everything that you've been hearing in the news for the last six months? Something very interesting would happen. You wouldn't know anything was wrong other than all of a sudden you'd notice a bunch of people running around with face masks on going, what's going on here? Because there's no evidence to back up this thing. People out there saying, well, there's people who are dying. Yeah, there are. And again, Marty and I have been talking about this since April, March and April. Who are those people that are dying? What are they actually dying from? Some of it was because they literally had tubes shoved down their throats, again, deliberately designed to actually kill people, put too much oxygen down their lungs and, you know, put them in comas and do all that other crap that they're notorious for doing in order to, quote, unquote, combat this issue. Folks, the other part of that particular thing, while we're on here, and then I'll get back to the subject matter of tonight's show, 5G is a weapon. And we're not allowed to talk about it. We're not permitted to talk about it on YouTube. We're not permitted to talk about it on Facebook. And why is that? One reason. It is a weapon, and it does do some of the same crap that actually causes physical harm to people to include affecting the air around you, the oxygen levels. And we don't want to talk about that either. Because I'm sure there's some things out there that are affecting people. I'm not disputing that in the slightest bit. Some of these things they've been putting down as a COVID death. The running joke was, the, you know, meth house blew up and, uh, you know, COVID death, I shared a meme the other day about, uh, you know, how did you catch COVID-19? And they're asking that to a guy that's basically been thrown out of his uh, car. He's in the, you know, after having been in an accident because the assumption is they're going to tag it as being a COVID death or a COVID injury or something like that. And again, the propaganda continues because what they've done You'll notice now they're no longer talking about the deaths because they're negligible, non-existent. They're just saying, quote-unquote, confirmed cases, and they're driving up those numbers to ridiculous levels. Well, I'm here to tell you, your quote-unquote, confirmed cases, how are they being confirmed? They haven't even identified this thing yet. You're sitting there, and you're watching a cartoon. They're showing you a drawing. This is what the COVID looks like. Um, yeah, whatever. Produce it for real. But we can't do that. Hmm. Okay. 
So we've been studying this thing for, what, nine months, and don't even get me started on the fact that we've been studying it for 50 years, and they can't show us a real live example of it? Is that logical at all, folks? Not to me, it's not. You throw in one other factor. As they're busy doing this and convincing people that this voodoo exists, they're using a quote-unquote test, which again was never designed to do what it's doing. And the creator of the test told you that. Even the CDC admits that truth. The CDC is a vaccine company is invested in it financially. They got something to gain from this. Same with Bill Gates. Same with Fauci. Same with a lot of the players out there. While they've shut down this entire world, the entire world, they've destroyed the economy over a hoax to make a few people incredibly rich beyond the levels they were already rich at. This is a problem, and you've heard me talk about it as well. Been used now. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. Well, you go look at the World Economic Forum. They're telling you what's going on. They're telling you. Global Economic Reset. Brand new system. Go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. You're up to your eyeballs in debt. Not a problem. No thing to be concerned about. You come over to us. We'll give you a small stipend every month. We'll make sure you got a place to live. Make sure you got health care. You just have to sign this little document here saying that you don't actually own anything. You just give it all to us. Uh huh. You will own nothing and be happy. The World Economic Forum says. Now, if you've been following me and Marty here for a few years, you've heard me explain how slaves actually don't own anything anyway. And I've gone into great lengths explaining how the slave system has been implemented. So I'm not going to waste any time here. That has been put out there. The truth is you can believe it or you can disbelieve it. But you're traded on Wall Street whether you believe it or not. You're a bond slave, and I call y'all what you are, 14th Amendment corporate debt slaves. Because if you look what a slave is, and you look at how a slave lives, and then you magically superimpose that on the people of this country, you'll find there is a one-on-one correlation. A one-on-one correlation. Because your average man or woman can't afford their home, cannot afford to eat, and has absolutely nothing to survive on, and no assets to speak of. Slavery, ladies and gentlemen. Who make the best slaves? Those people who don't realize they're slaves. The term I like to use is free-range slaves. They propagandize the hell out of you, telling you, yes, you're free. You're free. Go forth. Make that money. Yet when it's all over said and done with, at the tail end of your life, what happens? 
You've already been taxed from birth till death, literally. Whatever little bit of tin assets you may have managed to squirrel away, the bar mafia is now busy stealing those. Marty has gone to great lengths with many of her guests, including yours truly, to talk about the fact that old folks are being targeted for termination because their assets are very, very valuable. And the bar mafia wants it. All these other people want it. And they're going to get it. And it's not going to go to the family members, which is where it should have gone. No. All of a sudden, somebody, nobody in the family knows is running grandma's estate. Not making decisions that's in grandma's interest or the family interest. No. Who put that man or that woman there? Oh, that would be members of the bar mafia. Everybody gets to take a nice chunk of change. Meanwhile, grandma's getting nothing. Her estate has been pillaged. And even if she does get out of the hospital, she goes home to find out her home has been sold out from under her. Her stuff is gone. Her lifetime of memories, history. And the family is in the sidelines screaming, whoa, time out. Who the heck put these people over here in charge? Where were we brought into it? See, we're on the will. We have a say in this. Uh, no, you don't. No, you don't. But I do digress. I realize I've gotten off on a tangent. But it's a reason that I put that out there. Because now we're going back where we need to go. The subject matter of tonight's show is the United Nations. And for people who do not know what the United Nations is, it is just another corporation. That's all it is. It's just another corporation. And it has ties to the Vatican. It has ties to most of the countries around the world. And anybody who's been paying any attention to the United Nations, I mean, I've been fighting the United Nations since the 80s. I still remember the old signs out there that they actually at one time existed, get the U.S. out of the U.N. I remember those signs because it had nothing to do with all the things they pretended is world peace, make life wonderful for the planet. It's just another control system. It is just another tool the globalists have used to enslave an entire planet. Well, now what they've gone and done is they have hired 110,000 people to look at all of this quote-unquote fake news. This is a problem, ladies and gentlemen, because what they call fake news, generally speaking, is anything but. On the contrary, it's usually hard-hitting investigative reporting by real people who have legitimate concerns. There's a lot to talk about, my friends, because as far as the censorship goes, you haven't seen anything yet. If you don't have the right to have conversations about whatever the subject matter of the day is, but in free discussion and debate to argue the merits 
or to disagree with what you're seeing or to even agree with it. If you can't have those conversations, you are no longer free. Because, again, when we say the propaganda is hard-hitting and real and puts to shame anything that came out of Soviet Russia, Nazi Germany, China, this is the same thing. The only difference is now they're not just burning books. They're burning websites. They're burning channels. They're burning people. Because it gets just a little bit too suspicious when you start murdering people who are out there whistleblowing. And again, folks, if you haven't been paying attention for the last 20 years, whistleblowers used to be treated with, you know, cat, you know, applause and yay, thank you. Now what happens? They get thrown in cages for disclosing secrets. Doesn't matter if those secrets were things like war crimes, drug running. No. Can't let U.S. things info getting out there. Too much dirty laundry. How do you kill somebody without putting them in six foot in the grave? You take down the YouTube channel. You delete their Facebook. You terminate their website accounts. You take away their financing that they could afford. They used to have people that would actually give people a few dollars every month. A couple hundred people giving $5 a month. Oh, that makes a huge impact. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, while I'm on that subject matter, you folks better get on board here. Right now, you're talking, listening to a station here. Marty Oakley has gone out of her way to be one hell of a whistleblower. She's done it on a shoestring budget with literally next to nothing in regards to help. Find her. Send her a few dollars for, through PayPal. Please. Isn't she worth it? Isn't Marty Oakley worth it? My goodness, have you not realized the incredible work she has done, the guests that she's had, the people whose lives she has helped, the amount of information that you would never hear anywhere else you can find here on the PPJ Gazette and Marty Oakley. I'm telling you, folks. We need to support our independent people. The mega corporations, they're paying their people millions to lie to us. You can't sacrifice three, four, five dollars a month coffee at one of the more expensive coffee shops, a few sodas at the local thing, you know, that stuff's gonna kill you anyway. To protect freedom. To protect truth and justice, to promote freedom, to counteract the propaganda machine that has busy enslaving us. 
when I look at another 110,000 people out there to quote-unquote fact-check people like me and Marty, all I see chains getting heavier and heavier while the slaves don't even notice. Do you think you've got freedom right now? Does anything that's happening in America even remotely look like freedom? Or does it look like an agenda that we've been talking about over 30 years? The New World Order is not conspiracy theory. It's not conjecture. It's not opinion. It's very real. It is very dangerous. And here's the kicker, ladies and gentlemen, and you better get this through your head. You better get it crystal clear through that head of yours. It's very deadly. You know, listening to this, and you watch all of these pages being taken out overnight here late last year, 800 accounts removed overnight on Twitter. On Facebook, 600 and some the same night. Pages just disappeared. And everybody's in, they make a joke out of being in Facebook jail. You just got censored in this country that supposedly values free speech above and beyond everything else. You just got censored. And we've had that happen here on this show, John and I. Um, we got cut off on a 90 minute show uh, at 17 minutes, just totally went down. And there were some odd things happening right before the takedown happened. But you are being censored. When they are so afraid of what you have to say, they have to delete your account, put you in Facebook jail, pull down your videos, censor your radio show. When you are so afraid of what people are saying, believe me, what they're trying to hide is the truth. Because if you watched government the way they operate, they could really give a fly and flip what you think about anything. But they want you to get, John, you mentioned about the CIA being in all media outlets, and they are since 1954. Started out Operation Mockingbird. Then it went, when they tried to shut that down, um, it went all the way just with MK Ultra into Monarch. And from Monarch, it was disseminated out. And But they say that uh, at least 50% of the employees in all the major mainstream media or CIA, and their job is to wash the news so that you get only what they want you to get and you know only what they want you to know, only the way they want you to know it. And if you remember John Daly from The Daily Show or John Stewart from The Daily Show here a couple years ago, it, it ruined his career, but he took an overlaid from three or four of the mainstream media outlets, them all reporting on the same situation they were all reading the same script that had been handed to them they all broke at the same place they all giggled at the same time they all picked back up and closed down and they it was word for word and he overlaid all those audios one on top of the other and it was absolutely spooky here they're just reading off and you know it's supposed to fox is supposed to be right and msnbc is supposed to be left and cnn and cbs and abc and all of them are supposed to be somewhere in the and here they're all telling exactly the same thing word for word and like i say it cost him his job but he did it anyway to try and give people 
you know, an idea of how they are being manipulated and controlled. But here's the thing. If what I'm saying isn't true, people are going to figure that out anyway. They're going to figure that out. You don't have to shut me off and you don't have to wipe me off of the net. You don't have to do any of that. People are smart. They'll figure it out anyway. And like you, I always bring documentation, resources, um, where it came from, who said it. I always document everything. Um, Here recently, two things. There was a, a petition out from LifeSite News against mandatory vaccination. The last I saw it, it had over a million signatures on it. It disappeared. It was pulled off of my WordPress page. It disappeared off the net, and then they just got pulled off of, I think, Twitter. And the other, what was the other thing um, that happened there? Can't even think, but there were two things that were extraordinary in, in what took off. Oh, um, it was it was an article about how they had not identified this virus. They admitted they couldn't identify a virus, that they had simply uh, picked apart pieces of, of stuff they found in the system. And when you ordinarily, from reading this article and several others, they cycle this sample they take from you 30 times to pick up a virus. But it's not producing anything. So they went to 40 cycles. It wasn't gathering enough. They went to 45. Now, what they've done is picked up pieces and bits and residue from other colds or flu, bronchitis, whatever, and they still have no virus. So they said what they did was they did computer modeling, and they took all these bits and pieces in part and created this gene sequence that they thought might be the virus, but it didn't produce any virus. But this is what they're operating on. And honestly, I, above and beyond everything, I object vehemently to the censorship. If what I'm saying is not true, if what I've reported is not true, don't worry about it. The public will take me apart. You don't have to do anything. But the minute they pull something down, you know they're hiding something. Too much truth got out there because there are too many obscene things. And I'll tell you how biased, like... Uh, Facebook is and how heavily they are into um, this censorship thing. Here, a couple months ago, I had put up an article questioning this um, virus and including that petition against mandatory vaccinations. That got pulled down, and I got a warning letter from Facebook that if it happened again, because it was fake news, if it happened again, they would suspend my account for several days. The same day that came in, John, I, oh Lord, somebody posted to my page one of the most obscene things I've ever seen, and it was a young lady on her hands and knees, and she's bare with her butt pointing towards the camera, and over the top of it, it said, want to see my whatever. So I pulled the URL on that, and I wrote Facebook back. I said, I see, I can write about I can't write about people's objections to being forcibly vaccinated but this is okay and this double standard of what is okay and what isn't so filthy something filthy and obscene and vulgar is okay but people questioning 
the veracity of this vaccine or why they should be forced to take it. That's you can't have that. We got to take that down. That's you know, God forbid you should find out that you know nine hundred ninety nine thousand other people think the same thing you do. But pay attention to what gets censored because usually there's a good bit of information in there that you need and they don't want you to have. As far as the UN goes, I've never seen that it serves any purpose whatsoever in whatever imaginary position they think they're in. I have never understood what it is they supposedly do, what function they perform that would make them any value to us or any other country. I don't get it. So the only conclusion you can come to is they were established to be this one world government seat. And we are quickly moving towards that. And if you think censorship is bad now, what do you see what they got in store for you? Go ahead, John. I think we all basically know. You know, right now there's an awful lot of folks that are doing their very best to remind everybody that these vaccine companies are immune, quote-unquote, in theory anyway, from being sued over whatever they're fixing to want to mass inject into people. That's fact, ladies and gentlemen. That's not conspiracy theory. That's not conjecture. That's facts. You cannot sit here and have this conversation about the fact that they have created some super, <clears throat> shall we call it a, uh, I don't even like the word vaccine, vaccination, Marty, because honestly, all I do is that when I look at that stuff, it's all I see is a poison vial. That's all I do. See, if you and I were to start going around and injecting people with heavy metals and all this other chemicals and craps that are in there and didn't have a uh, MD card next to our name, Guess who'd be going to jail for a long time? And we yep, should. yep. And we should. It's not a coincidence that the media is telling you something. If you look at The Simpsons, there's one episode out there especially, which is, again, should send off all kinds of alarm bells because The Simpsons, whoever's writing for The Simpsons, they know a whole lot about the future long before. It's part of that predictive programming we always talk about. And in this particular episode, you know, everybody's going around getting injected and, you know, Bart's busy running away on every opportunity. Okay. And he's almost gotten away, but finally he gets betrayed. And so he gets his injection too. And of course in there, it's all funny, but it's not funny. When at the close of that scene, the uh, doctor there says, hey, I got a neat pen, and uh, see how it writes. And, of course, he hands uh, Bart's dad uh, you know, a form which basically says, ha-ha, you just consented to not suing me for malpractice. Mm-hmm. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's comedy, it's funny, but it's warning you. It is warning you. I've said it again and again here and elsewhere 
They have to tell you what they're about to do before they do it so that you can decide whether or not you're willing to do it. This is how they get their quote-unquote contract. Offer, enslave you, murder you, do all sorts of nasty things to you, and your consent, a.k.a. acceptance. Okay. So when people like me and Marty are out here saying, oh, no, we're not consenting to this. We see the big picture. We're not going to tolerate it. We get censored for it for a reason. You know, they wouldn't censor us if we weren't successfully making our case. And just like Marty said a minute ago, believe you me, they will eat our lunch if we are wrong. The reason she puts all her facts out there and I put my facts out there and show you where we got the evidence, including from the CDC, I might add, a vaccine company, hint, hint. Sometimes they'll actually tell the truth, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. I know, shocking, but uh, believe it or not, they actually do do that. And even Fossey's told the truth in his papers. Not that he'll speak the truth when he's on the television, because there he's just an actor. But when he's acting like a doctor, how come his papers don't match the words coming out of his mouth? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's financially got heavy investments into all this crap. Hmm, something to think about, maybe. They're warning you. Marty's warning you. I'm warning you. The New World Order is very real and is coming fast and furious. They are all in now, folks. The die has been cast. There's no stepping back. They are literally on the precipice. It is either going to work spectacularly or fail miserably. That's where we're at. And right now, it's looking like it's going to succeed gloriously. To the banker's excitement, to the corporation's delight, to the employee's enjoyment and satisfaction at your expense and your life. You need to think about these things, my friends, because I'm telling you right now, your window to stop this is all but gone. All but gone. I have been on high alert now for years. It has focused me in ways I didn't realize I could even be focused at, literally like a laser. But the last eight months, oh my word, if there was anything like a spidey sense out there, mine has going, been going off like a three-alarm fire in my head this entire time. Because everything that I've been talking about and Marty's been talking about and so many of our acquaintances have been talking about, we're watching it all line up in a nice little row. Everything is in place. The prison planet is almost complete. All ducks are in a row. Machine is running smoothly. Plenty of fuel in the engine. Plenty of oil in the gears. Now all we got to do is just 
put a couple more little minor adjustments on the machine, and we're good to go. Welcome to the Slave Plantation, ladies and gentlemen. And John, can I? Yes, please. Oh, uh, I want to, you know, you're always telling people that words have meanings, and I'm always telling people, pay attention to what you just read. What do you think it said? Or what do you think they just told you? I want to use two examples, and this is not a political ploy. I don't give a damn which one of them you think should be in the White House. I think we're in danger from both of them. But as an example of what I'm saying here, um, vaccines. It came to the vaccine about this, the mandatory vaccination. Trump comes out and says he won't force mandatory vaccination. He's not going to do that. Number one, he doesn't want to be responsible. Like John said, nobody's ever responsible. Doesn't want to be responsible for the fallout from that. And secondly, um, he doesn't have to, uh, you know, force you to take the vaccine. He can sit back and watch, and if you don't take it, they're going to shut you off. Homeland Security is putting out all kinds of stuff, grants, $25,000 grants, and thanking different banking and universities for developing digital wallets so that you can't have any cash. And so he doesn't have to force vaccinations. When you get cut off and your life gets shut down, which is exactly what they're going to do, you'll run to get your nanogel installed so you're walking biosensor and get your digital tattoo in your hand. The other thing, everybody who argued with me for Trump said, and he's defunded Planned Parenthood uh, to stop abortion. I said, are you insane? All he's doing is stopping the federal financing of abortion so that the federal government can step back and allow those precious stakeholders that they talk about all the time, these privatizers, to come in and take that industry over, and it is an industry. And you have the vaccine industry, who is dependent on the abortion industry to supply them fetuses from abortions, and your COVID vaccine is made from the ground-up lungs of Caucasian male fetuses. And all of your vaccines from zero to five years of age are made from the ground-up lungs of female fetuses. And so that vaccine your child gets, 60 or 80 of them, whatever it is now, by the time they're five, all contain human diploid cells and other people's DNA strains, along with any genetic diseases or anything else. They claim, no, that's not true. They cycle that out, so that isn't that you can't do that. Your cell line wouldn't grow. Uh, For instance... If a vaccine said it was made from cell line W332, it means they went through 332 females before they got the cell culture to grow in those ground-up lungs. That's that's what they're talking about. But they're never. But this is why I'm saying you think you heard one thing. He's not going to force vaccines. He doesn't have to. Because basically what he's telling you, you're going to get it anyway or your your life's going to be shut down. And he's going to stop abortion. No, he said the federal government wasn't going to fund it anymore because all these privateers are going to come in and do it. And then you won't know anything about it, what they're doing, how much of it they're doing. The sale of body parts from these fetuses, tissues, blood, umbilical cord tissue, whatever, will go on. It'll be kicked into high gear. 
and you won't be able to find out a damn thing because it'll all be regulation by a corporation and the stakeholders, and it'll all be con- declared proprietary rights and trade secrets, and you can't know any of that. So this is going to basically go underground and become more horrific than it already is. But like I say, listen to what they actually say because it's all very very carefully selected speech so that you think it says this when in fact it's saying something else. And pay attention like John tell you, words have meaning. Words have meaning. Pay attention to those words. Anyway, go ahead, John. And Marty, since you brought up the subject matter of uh, little ones and, of course, uh, the placenta and stuff like that, again, that's an opening for me that I'm going to jump right through. Folks, let me make two things abundantly clear to you. Fact number one, that placenta is very valuable. It's worth far more than you could possibly imagine. Far more than you can possibly imagine. The very first thing you need to know is under no circumstances after the baby is born, do you cut the placenta and then cut it immediately afterwards? No. You let the placenta come through the birth canal and you leave it attached to that baby for hours and hours and hours. Why does the crime syndicate want that placenta full of all those wonderful things that are in it? designed to help the baby survive this shithole we call the planet Earth because of all the crap that's in it? Because that placenta gives that baby a lot of immunities because now that baby is no longer protected by mommy. Now that baby's got to protect on its own in this toxic environment. And guess what? There's a lot of wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things in that placenta to help that baby do just that. Does they want it for? The incredible amount of value. That placenta has everything they need to sit there and dissect and look at that little baby boy or little baby girl and in turn be able to create all kinds of wonderful things that they can then profit from when little baby boy or little baby girl needs something when she's 30, 40, 50, or 70 years later. That's truth, people. See, it doesn't just get thrown into this thing called, you know, medical waste. Oh, no. They consider it abandoned property. And again... A lot of people pay a lot of money to take that placenta and store it for long term. Why is that? Because, again, they see its real value. They know it has real value. You think the medical industry doesn't? Oh, my word. And don't even get me started on the legal side of that. Because how many times have I talked about how the slave system works? You think that placenta, that's a different baby from the crime syndicate's perspective. That's that magical, magical second living boy or living girl, even though it isn't living. Okay. And that is the justification, 
the syndicate uses to create a person and say, see, we have our evidence too. Mom and dad didn't know that when they took little Johnny and little Susie home, they thought they had everything. Mm-mm. Nope. The doctor and the woman through her maritime admiralty delivery process in the delivery room of her specially manufactured product didn't know that she had abandoned part of that product at that hospital. Product that she abandoned at the hospital was basically vultures came down, swooped it up and says, look at what I found abandoned. Look at what I have. This gives me rights. And that goes back to the point that Marty made a couple minutes ago about these injections. Ladies and gentlemen, when they inject you with this brand new crap, they're changing your DNA. And from their perspective, you are now partly their product also. You who think you're free and think you have rights and think you have choices will all of a sudden discover you have none of those because a corporation has patented your life. Why? Patent humans. And you know, I hate the word humans. Human, hue of man, color of man, monster, thing, something that can be owned. But for the sake of argument, we're going to use that term today. When they modify something with their chemicals and their biology and whatever other garbage they're putting into those injections and inject it into you, you just didn't turned into one of their new products because now you're not the original quote-unquote human. Now you're this brand new thing and they have some rights to you because you've accepted their thing that they injected into you. Time to wake up to the bigger scam, people. Forget the fact that this thing is going to kill people and harm people significantly. And we've already talked about that on this show also. There was a call out recently for brand new technology to take in all this expected Um, information that was going to be coming from people that had bad effects from whatever injection they were about to get. And they needed a computer program that could take all that in, slice it, dice it, so that people could be able to read it and comprehend the data. Now, you really believe that this isn't going to have some significant effects on people? How many times have people like Marty and I been telling you little babies are murdered every day? Now, they call it SIDS, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. We call it Sudden Injection Death Syndrome because it seems to be a real coincidence, quote-unquote, 
a day or two after the baby's, or even a few hours in some cases, after the baby gets the shots, the baby's now dead. Or John? Other cases? One, one second. John? Just one second. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. After, uh, one of the things that came out recently about this whole COVID thing is people had stopped taking their children, their little people, in for well baby checkups, and the infant mortality rate dropped 40%. That was 40% Appreciate. of the babies who normally die um, didn't because they didn't get vaccines. Get a clue. Get a clue. And they're seeing this globally. And in fact, Japan, behind this, stopped all mandatory vaccinations. And SIDS was so rare that it was not mentioned in medical literature till after they started vaccinating children. And then it became common. Then they started reporting it. Oh, I love your timing, Marty. I do love it. Um, the other point I was going to make, um, let's see if I can remember it. Um, the amount of people that are mentally deficient now because of it, where you had a bright, bubbly little boy or little girl that was high-functioning, highly interactive, you know, all the wonderful things little babies are for all of us that have ever had one or two or a half a dozen. And all of a sudden, the next day, they've basically got a blank stare, and they're literally a zombie. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard Marty tell you is, again, brutal truths. Now, whether you're willing to accept that brutal truth or not, it's not our role to sit there and convince you if you will not look at facts. If you wish to go through life being clueless, who are we to say that you shouldn't be? I just hope that your little people don't suffer the same fate that so many other people who were naive and they discovered the hard way what happens when. And do you think that little baby needs an injection 30 seconds or 30 minutes after it's been born? Not even. Not even. Oh, and while we're there again... On this natural thing, you know, I'm a big believer in this, Marty. Something about women's breast milk being very good for babies, including giving babies a lot of the things it needs to survive some of all the garbage that's out there. Right. But, mm-hmm. oh, no, mom's got to get back to work. Oh, God forbid, we can't have mom sitting there lactating and giving baby good, nutritious food. No, we got to feed them chemicals and crap made in a Dagon factory in China. And if you haven't been paying any attention to those stories, again, ladies and gentlemen, very, very, very bad for little people. But, hey, you know, we're just conspiracy theorists. You know, they need to censor us, Marty. Too much of uh, (laughs) fake news, Marty. I mean, I can't believe that we haven't been shut down already, Marty. All this fake news it. we're busy doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know that we were the only country, and it was Trump at the UN, who had our spokesman get up and say that we needed to stop breastfeeding, that it was barbaric, and it was archaic, and it was totally uncalled for, and it was obscene. We were the only country that got a, and damn near got booed out of there. Breast milk your baby needs it. It, it. it is so nutritional. 
the mother's immune system is transferred to the baby through that breast milk. Your baby has no immune system from zero to six months, and it starts developing then. Uh, my little great-granddaughter has never been vaccinated. She's two years old. She's never sick, never has been sick. She is one of the bounciest, most intelligent, energetic, beautiful children. And yet I see people all over the place, John. You can tell they're vaccinated kids, dull-eyed, listless, whiny, sickly. And I've asked parents when I've seen the baby, is your baby okay? Yeah, they just had their vaccine and... um you know, and they're feeling kind of poorly because of that. How many vaccines did your baby get? Eight. So when did you decide you didn't want your baby? What? Well, you stood there and watched them give your baby eight injections of toxins and poisons. And God knows what else. So when did you decide you didn't want your baby? Well, I never been to have him blow up, but I do ask him that in seriousness. When did you decide that? And because that's the only way you could hand your baby over with all the information that's out there now. It's you could hand your healthy, bouncy, beautiful baby over, have them inject it full of these toxins, human diploid cells, the DNA of non-related species, formaldehyde, uh, polysorbate 80, which is intended to sterilize them, all of this stuff, and do it 80 times before they're five years old? And what did you think was going to happen? We have one in 63 kids now who are autistic. What did you think was going to happen? And for the people that say, well, my kids were vaccinated and, and they're just fine, how do you know? How do you know they're just fine? How do you know they're anything near what they would have been had you not done this to them? And, you know, and if that's what you want to do to your child, you do it. But I prefer what we've got here, this energetic climbing the walls, driving everybody crazy, laughing, screaming, crying. I'll take it any day of the week. And one of those whining and piercing screams, clawing their face, babies. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know what gets into people, John, the whole concept of vaccination. I read earlier today that for all of this touting about vaccinations and herd immunity, vaccines have not wiped out one disease, not one, anywhere. Why are you doing it? They may not have wiped out anything, but they've sure killed a lot of people. Yes, they have. You haven't figured this out. You haven't paid any attention to history. No attention to history at all. Okay? All I can say is, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a coincidence. This is not an accident. This is a plan. And you're going to see an awful lot of people run to get that injection, excited to get it, and when they start killing over dead... Oh, we've got an outbreak of COVID and we must do more. Again, they won't tell you that these are the same people that just took the vaccination. They won't tell you that. They'll just say, oh, today in Clarksville, Tennessee, we had 200 people kill over dead, all the way from age 3 to age 80. 
Now, will they say that they were the first hundred people that were standing in line? Oh, no. Time to get a clue, my friends. You do not have the luxury of remaining stupid anymore. Now, going back to what you were saying a few minutes ago, Marty, about words have meanings. And you better know what those meanings are. One of the words that we're hearing all the time now is this brand new word called reimagine. Reimagine. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the prefix re means again. Mm-hmm. So reimagine means imagine again. And I'm telling you folks, they want to break you down away from all the things that you know, away from things that, while it hasn't been perfect, hasn't been bad, America has been well-blessed over the years. Our work ethic has played a part. Our manufacturing has played a part. Of course, we ship that all overseas, you know, that giant sucking sound that uh, was talked about back in the 90s. But anyway, that's beside the point. Reimagine a brand-new world. Well, their brand new world sure looks an awful lot like communist Russia back in the 30s and 40s and 50s. Dependency, hopelessness, misery. Do you really want that for yourself? Folks, in case you're not paying attention, let me make it crystal clear to you. You are being painted into a corner. They have been putting you in checkmate your entire life. They have got you so tightly in a little corner somewhere. You can't barely move. And the problem is most people don't even see it coming. In fact, a lot of them are very happy to be in their little painted-in corner. They're very pleased to brag to their friends, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Socialist, I'm a this, I'm a that. And that's exactly what the syndicate wants. Divide and conquer, keep you in your own little camp with all of your fellow morons. Because and then they can play each other off of each other and laugh while they do it. Because that just keeps them in charge. Divide and conquer is a strategy that has worked for centuries, folks. And right now it's working like a charm. Marty, I'm going to take this show a little bit. I'd like to take about five minutes to talk about this uh, Trump-Biden issue, if you don't mind. Sure, go ahead. You know... I am not political. There was a time I was back in the day. I'd run for office before, and I've been a very big son in both the Democratic and Republican Party sides. And, uh, you know, my conservative uh, libertarian leanings are not popular with either political party I'm here to share. And they weren't popular even back in the 90s when I was active. Because, like I said, I was equal opportunity. I didn't pull punches whether it was talking about Trump, Obama, or uh, even, uh, of course, uh, talking about Bush one or Bush two. I saw them for what they were. 
Now, let me explain a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes. For those of you that don't know what I was thinking, here's my take on this whole thing. And I'm going to tell you why, why I say this. Several weeks ago, before the election, I called it for Joe Biden. Now, you don't want to hear from all of you about, well, he only won the election because of this all-gone fake vote. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I get it. The amount of fraud in this election cycle was over the top, above and beyond anything we've seen in any previous election cycle. And by the way, they've been doing fraud for decades. So this isn't anything new. They've just never done it at this level. Now, why did I call it for Biden? And why do I still think it's going to be him that's put in office on the 20th of January, even though Trump is out there doing everything he can to convince the courts? Okay. Well, the mainstream media doesn't elect politicians. They don't. They don't. They've been announcing who has been president since I've been alive. Repeat a lie often enough, people start to believe it. Hint, hint. The reason I'm saying it, though, and it's not the reason I said it back then either. Divide and conquer. Fact one. Fact two. Obama told us Trump was going to be president. But you see, that's not the only man he said was going to be president. See, during the Trump inauguration, there was a three-second, three-second clip of Obama, a.k.a. Barry Satoro, and Biden walking to attend the function. And the camera was rolling, and they knew the camera was there recording. You'll be president soon. That was the comment, and that was the reply of Barry Satoro to Joe Biden four years ago. Predictive programming, sending a message, it's all scripted. Have you not figured out that the man Donald Trump is just as big of an actor as Ronald Reagan ever was, if not bigger? If not bigger? Now, even that's not all. I've talked about gematria. Numbers associated with letters. And this is not a new concept. This is a very, very, very ancient one. And the Vatican Roman Catholic Church changed our system about 400 years ago. Gave America its 26-letter alphabet and gave us this bullshit calendar that we have. Okay? Again, relevant. And all the numbers said the same thing. Biden. And I'm here to tell you, Harris, because that's honestly what this is really about, in my opinion. But anyway, that's beside the point. I don't think Biden's going to be president for more than a couple of years. I do not believe it. At all. Now, if that's not enough to convince you, oh, I still believe in Trump. He's going to pull it off. Well, Trump is a Democrat, whether you want to believe that fact or not either. 
He's a New York Democrat. You look at his ties. Sometimes his ties will be red. Sometimes his ties will be blue. Thank you. How many blue ties? Interesting how many times he's been wearing blue ties lately. Now, if that's not enough to convince you, what happens every single time a president leaves office? What's the very last thing they do because now there's nothing to stop them? Oh, hmm. Something very interesting. Let's talk about it. They pardon people. Shocker. What did Trump just do? Did he pardon a certain general? You think that isn't a little hint? I think it's a very big neon sign myself. But anyway, I'm just a conspiracy theorist slash analyst. I'm just giving you my opinion. But I don't care which side of it is. Because you're both talking about the puppet. The winner of this election was always the same one it was always going to be. The Vatican and the bankers, always the winners. Always the winners. And Trump was just as big of a puppet as Obama or Bush or Clinton or any of the other ones. And you can imagine, if you will, that, oh, he was busy taking care of that swamp. He was surrounded by swamp monsters. He didn't fire them. He hired them. Oh, shocking. Now, there is one more take on this too, folks. And again, this isn't conjecture. You can verify this. It's easy enough to verify. Votes for president have been offshore for several election cycles now. This isn't the first one that votes have been on machines outside of America which again seems like an incredibly stupid idea to anybody who believes for an instant that the election actually has validity, which it doesn't. You know, what did that Russian say? You know, I don't care who votes. I only care who counts the vote. Hint, hint. But let's say for the sake of argument, we need an excuse to go to war. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful excuse to go to war. Foreign interference in American politics. And if you don't see the CIA's hand behind everything that's taking place, again, Marty and I can't wake you up enough. You just go on drinking that fluoride, go on eating those GMO foods, go on believing that what you watch on the news every night is truth. We can't help you. So if they're going to get a war one way or another, because no matter what, who gets put in there on January 20th? Half the country's ready to start shooting at the other half. That's fact. And how many times have I told you divide and conquer is the tool these people use? And you think this is the first time the Vatican's gotten involved with crap like this? No. They did it in 1822. They got together with all the other European kings, or several of them anyway, and says, we can't let this populist movement ca- carry on. You know, it, It's becoming a problem. 
So you had all these kings and all these other people contract with the Vatican to make sure that this thing called populism and this thing called freedom wasn't allowed to grow. And it was growing in leaps and bounds over here in this little country we call America. So they set up all the nice little ducks in a row, put all the parts in play, and got everybody shooting at each other. And if you don't know your history, folks, you think it was some southern guy who shot Lincoln because he was pissed off at the results of the war? Read your history books. There's a reason we broke with the Vatican for over 120 years. They were directly involved with his assassination, the attempted assassination of Seward, the attempted assassination of Grant. You think that this thing called history isn't screaming right now? I've gone into incredible depths, even here with Marty's on Marty's show. The history that has created the world that you live in. It didn't come out of a vacuum. It has been well scripted. You are now an actor in that script. And only your decisions right now to wake up and decide that you're not going to consent anymore might save your life. I'm not telling you to go start shooting people. On the contrary, I don't think you'll be successful if you try. You want to know how to shut these bastards down? Easy. Stop consenting to the tyranny. If the puppet masters can't convince any of the puppets to dance, it's game over. Time to wake up, ladies and gentlemen. It's one minute to midnight. Back to you, Marty. It is, you know, and one of the things I have been concerned about clear through this election and with all this crap going on since is the divide in the country based on these perceptions of the right versus left, conservatives versus liberals, so on and so forth. This is... it. This is a dog and pony show meant to do exactly what it's doing. One plays good cup, the other plays bad cup. As an example of that, we've got this flaming fruitcake that's in the office right now who is unstable, is emotionally unavailable, is not responsible for anything. He's to be replaced by a man who's never been responsible for anything. Is uh, He's a whole new set of problems. And I've been receiving uh, surveys, supposedly surveys. Do I appro- uh, approve of Dr. Fauci? The second question: Did you know he's head of the, or he's involved with the National Institute of Health on gun control? And it goes on down. And basically, what it is is a way of getting you to agree to gun control. That's what the whole survey is about: saying you agree to it. I don't know what part of shall not be infringed 
these people don't understand, but apparently the public doesn't understand it either. But what I'm saying is if you think we've lost anything by Trump leaving, we have not, or that we've gained anything by Biden coming in, we will not. It's just a new set of problems we're going to have to deal with. Um, But all of this, in my estimation, is to get the country split, divided, and warring with each other. It's easy for them to get away with all kinds of crap. When the public is diverted, the constant screaming about socialists, oh, they're socialists, they're socialists, when you're sitting dead in the middle of fascism. And the only difference between any of the isms is which group of elites is going to be in control. That's the difference. Every one of the isms produces a socialist class, and actually less than that, because everybody at the top makes out like a bandit, is held responsible for nothing, absolutely does nothing but collect money and power, and the people at the bottom are scraping in the dirt, that would be you and me, trying to get by, trying to live. This is this. Every one of them produces this. And if you think there is any actual difference between you, John, you're the only other person I have heard besides me that noted Trump wearing the blue tie, the red tie. Um, That is a direct signal to people behind the scenes that he belongs to both parties and no party. They know there's no actual political divide. You get out in D.C., you become very aware of the fact that there's no real divide. That's all put on for public consumption. That's to keep you fighting with each other so you don't communicate, you don't sit down and talk, you don't discuss things and possibly come to a solution or a resolution about it. And I'm just stymied at the public. I truly am. All this information, you need to listen. John keeps telling you those words have meanings. You need to listen to what they're saying. One of the things that um, we talked about recently which I thought was really poignant, was like when presidents, and I remember Obama saying this when we borrowed more money to attack another country, uh, backed up, we borrowed money, backed up by the full faith and credit of the people of the United States. He was telling you point blank, we put your stuff up, your land, your labor, your wages, everything you think you've got, and your life to borrow this money. We're not loaning any of our money or our assets, it's yours. And That's what they mean when they say the full faith and credit of the United States. They're talking about the people and their assets, or what they think are their assets. As we've talked about many times, you own nothing. Look at that mortgage to your house. Look at the deed. It says you're a tenant, not an owner, a tenant on the land, and that the IRS, which is a foreign corporation, it is the enforcement arm of the IMF World Bank, It is not a U.S. agency, but the IRS has first rights to your property in perpetuity. So the point of buying a house is actually pointless because you never quit paying for it. Even when you think you've paid the mortgage off, you try not paying the property taxes for four years and see how fast you're made homeless. They don't care what you paid for that house. They told you right at the beginning you were only a tenant. But this is... If we and I don't see it ever happening, a lot of this has to do with religion. I have a real, real big problem with religion. If there was anything to religion, I'm not talking about faith in God, about religion. 
They're all the one true religion. They're the only right one. And if it was anything about God, they'd all be saying the same thing, but they're not. And um, that should be your first clue right there. Something's wrong. But keep religion out of it. Religion and politics work exactly the same. They get people together who think somewhat alike. They tell them how special they are and how God or government loves them. And then they tell you there's a boogeyman. There's somebody over here that um, wants to kill you. So let's go kill them first. And while we're there, we're going to take all their assets. We're going to take all their stuff. Okay, let's go kill them. And I, I've just never understood how people fell into this. But religion and politics is the same way. And before you head over there to kill them, uh, drop your money in the plate here. And with government, it's pay your taxes. Donate to my campaign. Blah, 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 blah. Same thing. Same thing. It's well-worn system. Works very well. But I'm surprised that people in this day and time don't recognize it and don't put a stop to it. But like I said, John, we're never going to meet in the middle because they keep that wedge driven in hard. And I, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that people seem to be becoming dumber, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, the passion's gone. Uh, the spine is gone. The backbone of America is gone. There's a few of us standing up and hollering and sounding the alarm, and everybody else is, oh, well, what are you going to do? Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all for the, this, and I'm all for that one, and and I voted this way, and if you didn't, we can't talk and we can't be friends, and why not? Why not? I don't think what you do. Why do I have to think what you do? But I've noticed this. You know, it's it's like the intelligence level has dropped dangerously low, and um, you can't actually, in most cases, not all, but most cases have a reasoned, rational argument with anyone or debate, if whatever you want to call it, because they absolutely lose it. Um, the rage that comes to the surface always, it, it fascinates me, what that is all about, and the fear that you don't think what they do. Um, you don't agree with what they're saying, so if you agreed with everything that I said or everything I thought, I wouldn't be bothering talking to you. I'd find you tediously boring, and I'd already know what you think and say. So, you know, I want people who do their own thinking. They're hard to come by. John, we've got about two minutes left here. Did you have anything you wanted to add in closing? Yeah, let's cover the real quick basics again, folks. The global economic reset is real. It's not conspiracy theory. Central bank digital currency is coming. No. The central bank digital currency is here, as is the central yes. bank digital wallet. There's a contract offer going to be made to you, and a lot of people are going to accept it because, oh, goody, I get to stay at home and watch Netflix all day. It's a carrot, ladies and gentlemen, and they're putting the chains around your neck and around your ankles and around your hands as they offer you the contract with a smile on their face telling you how much they love you. That's my close, Marty. All right. We got a bit about a minute and a half here. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And remember, this is brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. 
And we will be back again next Monday night talking about good heavens knows what. But the way things are moving, it'll be a lot to pick from. Uh, Please do some thinking, do some research. And for God's sake, America, stand up. Get your spine back. Get your courage back. um, Get your passion back. I, I can't believe it's the lack of passion for the country. It's one thing to mouth and say, I'm a patriot, I'm a patriot, I love my country, and then sit down. Um, it doesn't work like that. It it has come to the time where we're going to have to fight to preserve what little we have left. And if you're not willing to do that, we're all going down. So think about it that way. In the meantime, uh, tune in tomorrow night. Tanya will be back uh, with her shows on the corruption in Oklahoma and especially in the prison system. Wednesday night is uh, betrayed by hospice. Another woman murdered by hospice. They held her down and forcibly drugged her to death. And this story is just gruesome. But anyway, we'll be back. Talk to you all next week. Everybody have a good evening. Thank you, John. And good night, everyone. And send a few dollars to Marty through PayPal, ladies and gentlemen. Please. (laughs) I wish.